The spirit of performance is what defines Acura. And now, it's electric. Introducing the ZDX, Acura's most powerful SUV yet. Crafted using the same formula that brought them electrified supercars and multiple IMSA championships, the ZDX has track-tested performance that packs an energy all its own. Unlock the energy and order yours at Acura.com. Welcome back into another edition of the Just Press Play podcast. We got Uncle Tony, Pops, LJ, what Kevin up? here. What's going on, fellas? It's the old heads. Got the old heads. Merry Christmas yeah. to everybody listening. Merry yeah. Christmas. Happy New Year. As the great uh, Chris Bourbon would say, let us be the last to wish you a Merry Christmas <laughs> and the first to wish you a Happy New Year. Uh, we've taken some time off the pod. You know, with holidays, it was just mixing and matching. It was hard to get settled in, but we're back this week. Yep. Guys, if I sound I'm, – I'm coming back off, and I had the kind of crud, you know, nose is running, and so I may sound a little off. I wanted to battle through the elements because, you know, like like Big Ben, I played through my injuries, <laughs> so I wanted to be here But like you. Big Ben, you're going to tell us what your injuries are. So. <laughs> right. I want to make sure you know. I also stubbed my toe earlier. I want to make sure you know that I'm here, though. I am here. I might have a walking boot on. You don't have I'm turf here. toe, do you? You don't have turf no, toe? No, I don't think so. I, I don't think so. I almost got turf toe in my be bedroom the other day. I guess that can be my bougie problem, too. <laughs> yeah, we'll get we, – I think we got some bougie whoa, problems. Whoa, 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 whoa. Uh, that's Tony, TMI, Tony, 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 man. We gotta you save it. We gotta save it. We gotta save it. We'll talk about lifting his bedroom later, baby. <laughs> I don't know. We'll see. Let's put the E on this podcast for explicit. If we're going to get to that, the editor later. might cut no, it just no, for his own taste. About bedroom. There's no E. You need to lift <laughs> it's just <All> bedroom. Right, <laughs> we have a lot to discuss. Two weeks left in the uh, in the regular season. A lot of things are. are oh, the getting, season's uh, still going. I thought we. The season it. is still going. We, I thought we, we just cut unfortunately, it. Unfortunately, the season is still going. Okay, LJ, for you, I suppose. All right, all right. Fair enough. Um, Does it end I, soon? Uh, I guess we need to. We need to. We need to address the elephant in the room. Uh, I think me and LJ, while we didn't necessarily totally disagree, and maybe in text it sounded like LJ was coming to, around to Uncle Tony's idea, but. The Broncos did the unthinkable, and they did fire their coach within before he even finished his first year. Oddly enough, that's twice now in the last two years it's happened to a coach. The Broncos are now mentioned the same sentence as Urban Meyer. Uh, that's not good. Stop. <laughs> Nathaniel Hackett, it's, it's clear that Nathaniel just simply couldn't hack it, and now uh. he has been fired from the Broncos. LJ, go. I, okay, so first off, it's wild for a coach to get fired in their first year without an on the field or off the field scandal. The day yeah, like after at least Christmas, Meyer, there was there was good reason. Hackett doesn't have any reason besides possibly just incompetent. Here's the deal. Here's the deal. I actually don't think Hackett is an incompetent uh, coach. I think like the question is uh, who brought Russell Wilson in, and like you know, there's a lot to be talked about there. And it can he be better? Is Hackett maybe not the coach for him? I think that's what you you have to explore that now as the Broncos. You you actually have to figure out if there's a coach that can do that better. But uh, 
But I think one of the things that I find interesting is that if you've got, you know, your players fighting each other on the sidelines, your players fighting the opposing team post game, you hired a guy to help you coach better in week two. That guy's going to be the interim coach by week, you know, what, 15. So that's just the way it's going to be. Um, it, it's just the right time to fire him. I don't want him to be fired, uh, but I don't see a better option. I, you can't fire Russell. So if he's if he's if he can find a better quarterback, he's going to have to do it on another team. And uh, I, we're, we're Bronco fans just going to deal with that. So. Tony, I have some thoughts, but I saw you shaking here, and I'll let you pop so you go next. But I know Tony's had strong opinions about Hackett for weeks now. So, Tony, let's go ahead and let, let hear what you have to say. Yeah, and I, 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 I always hate to disagree with LJ. But <laughs> no, you don't. No, you don't. <laughs> I want to disagree with LJ here. And I think that Nathaniel Hackett has shown from week one, it, and I don't know if it's a Russell Wilson thing, and I'm not here – I don't want to make this a Russell Wilson thing, but – I think Nathaniel Hackett has shown himself to be over his head in multiple ways all season long. Well, I think that's uh, the, where the interim coach comes from, right? Is the, the guy that he hired to make sure he could run a clock. The first week we were talking about the 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 fans were having to count down the the game <laughs> clock for him. And then ah, I hate the Broncos. It, yeah. And then uh I, I think just throughout the year, the, his inability to figure out okay, what can make Russell Wilson work or or do I sit him or what do I do? Or do I give him an injury of some type to say he's got to get out of here for a while? There's anything that a, a, a coach could have done in that matter. Now, if he didn't have the power or the authority or within that management team that they weren't allowing him to make those kind of decisions, it was a bad deal to, to begin with. I still go back to the fact that I think Nathaniel Hackett was hired with the thought process that they had Aaron Rodgers hooked. And at that point in time, that's when I think that decision was made. Now, I just think Nathaniel Hackett, good offensive coordinator, and we've seen this before in the past. I think he can go back to being an offensive coordinator somewhere and be successful, but he just doesn't have the makeup to be a head coach. And we saw that culminate this weekend with the lack of uh, discipline and authority that the Broncos played with against the Rams. The Rams were a are a bad football team right Baker now Mayfield's and they got built Rams. by yeah. a huge amount. So, and yeah. you just can't, you can't survive that. So I, mean, I think I, Hackett's been, I've said it. He, he was a bad fit from the get go. I will throw just, just as a, a to, to blame uh, Russ a little bit, uh, but I don't think you're wrong, but I think uh, he deserves a decent amount of blame. Yeah, Russ I, I think, I bad. think we're all correct here. I think the Broncos are a dumpster fire and it's not because they don't have talent, but, uh, <laughs> But the deal is, is when the defense is playing, you know, from uh, the end zone is at their back every drive because of an interception that was thrown. Uh, yeah, they're going to get they're going to get testy. You know, I mean, they they in in week nine, they were the best defense in the league, uh, no doubt. And and now that their their numbers don't look good, you know, a lot of these people are going to sign lower contracts next year uh, because they don't look that good. Um, so, yeah, they're getting they're getting feisty on the sidelines and they're getting feisty on the field. Uh and yeah, it's the coaches. That's the coach's problem to solve. A hundred percent. I don't know that he has the tools to solve it because what first year coach can say? Yeah, we're we're shutting down the whole offense. You know, like we're changing and everything. It, and it's tough when the management. Where, where I don't know where if Hackett. I think Hackett also wanted Rodgers, and that just didn't work out. And then I think management pulled the trigger on Russell Wilson. It kind of didn't arrange marriage. Pops, where is that? Once you pay the quarterback two hundred fifty million or whatever it is. It's hard for Hackett to really have a whole. He's got to get more bathrooms, there. you know. <laughs> well, he does have. He does now have. 
I will say, breaking news, Russ Wilson now has the same amount of touchdowns as he does bathrooms. So he has time. I think he's going to end the season that way, actually. I, it's up in the air. Pops, I saw you nodding your head there. What, what's what's kind of your thoughts? Well, I think there's one person that deserves some blame and said almost as much that we hadn't discussed yet. And I don't remember the guy's name, but the GM. Who's the GM for the Broncos? Do you know offhand? Peyton. George Payton, Patton not, not Patton. It's not Patton. Not Patton. It's Payton. Right. Well, he he comes out with this comment that, you know, I take some of the blame. I hired the coach. I got Russell Wilson in here. I put the parts together, and it just didn't work. So I'm like, well, why didn't you fire you? Yeah. You know, maybe you should yeah, have fired actually, you, know, you, general manager. Genuinely, John Elway did that, right? Like, he was like, he's like, I brought in Brock Osweiler. Uh, I'm going to hire somebody to take care of this from here on out. Yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. I just think I think Peyton then deserves certainly some some, some blame in this, and I, I think Hackett's going to probably land on his feet somewhere. I think he I don't think he's a bad guy or anything. So. He yeah, just he so. was in the middle of a just a quiet a dumpster fire and yeah couldn't find his way out. And you saw there was some issue this week on the one the defense got mad like LJ saying. I th- there's only so many times you can get a giving up on a short field. So now you're coming back out on 30 yard line and you're giving up these touchdowns. And so now it looks like you gave up 21 points in the first quarter to the Rams. But it's like, that's not 21 normal point. I mean, they started yeah. almost in the red zone. So yeah. I would be pissed if I'm them too. And it's, this has been happening all year. It's not like it just happened this week. And then <clears throat> where you saw Rippin, the backup quarterback who came in, he got into an argument with the offensive line. Cause basically he called him out saying, if your quarterback's on the ground, just help him up, go help him up. You help up your quarterback. And they started just yelling at each other. And that's probably where Hackett needs to say, I don't care if he's a dick. It's your quarterback. It's your teammate. You help up your teammate. You don't well, just not turn around and help him. But Hackett probably doesn't – he's never been in this situation. He's an offensive coordinator. It's not like Mike Tomlin out there who would probably just kind of own the room. I think Hackett a little over his head and then the situation just snowballed on him big time. I will say I think the the difference there too is that that was a misunderstanding. Uh, Reisner was uh, – Dalton Reisner was the guy that like got really into ripping for it. And uh, the the issue was that he understood that to be like, hey, stop giving up sacks. And what Rippin was saying is like literally if he's on the ground, help him stand up. Um, that's your quarterback. And so yeah. they they went to blows on it. And so like that's just a misunderstanding that happens. But like yeah, coach coach got to be on it. Well, that's where the adult it. comes in the room yeah. and like handles it and yeah. just says like we're all we're all rowing the same direction yeah. here. And Nobody's happy about this. We're we're down 21 to 3 in the end of the first quarter. Yeah, nobody's happy about this. Let's get together. And it's just tough you pay one your quarterback's kind of already your leader and then you pay your quarterback that much. It he needs to be the leader, at least of the yeah. offense. And I just don't think I, – I don't know. It doesn't feel like Russ is that guy. you got to love that the Broncos brass is coming out today saying we still believe Russell Wilson is, quote, fixable. You love hearing that about a quarterback you <laughs> just gave $230 million to eight months ago and all your first round picks. Uh, I will to, – to, LJ, here's a little – I don't think we've – I think we've – Okay, like Russell Wilson is a little older, so it's possible he. This is what was more likely, but it wouldn't shock me if the right guy comes in. Russell Wilson was not bad that long ago. Like he was good not that long ago. I don't. It didn't feel like he just lost it. I mean, that's the only thing I can hold on to, right? Is that they just don't know how to use Russ. Uh, Nathaniel Hackett doesn't know how to use Russ, and then they'll figure it out next year. And everybody sticks around. uh, Well, and I think the other thing you hold Um, on to is maybe this is Russell Wilson's like come to Jesus meeting where he's like. Okay, maybe 
maybe it wasn't Pete Carroll. Maybe it was a little bit of me because it was so for years we used to say let Russ cook and like Pete Carroll puts the handcuffs on doesn't let him play. And I think Russell Wilson saw that. They bought like, that, yeah. He's right. Mr. He's right. I, I am that guy. I'm this great a quarterback because he was a great quarterback. And I think he got too big of he got too big of britches. And he just this is kind of maybe a step back. Go, you know, whoever they bring in as head coach, maybe I, maybe, maybe I should I'll listen. I listen <laughs> yeah. to this guy, and maybe I don't know the best game plan every single week. So, oh, Tony, so, do you have anything more see. you want to move on? Yeah, no, so, so, yeah, let's go. No, no, I got, I got, I got to finish this. So I'll do. I'll, I'll say something, and then I'll. I'll, I'm going to give you some uh, predictions. So, I, it, this was going to be rough the Broncos anyway. We haven't talked about it, but the change in ownership is always a tough deal. True. Um, if it's not, especially when it comes, if it's not staying in a family or it's somebody completely different to the organization. And so, the the family that's in there now is going to have a completely different mindset than the Poland family? Poland? Right? Poland. Bowling family, a completely different mindset. And so they're not the ones that made the decisions on Hackett. They're not the one that made the decision on Wilson. Sure. And so that's really strange that a, an organization will be was sold during that time frame. And we've never really talked about that. And that's interesting. Yeah. It, it's a whole new – just <laughs> watch Ted Lasso. Ownership means everything, right? And so, sure. so you know, I, I think that uh, I think that that's interesting what we what we haven't talked about. So I, I think it was a tough – it was going to be a tough road for Denver no matter what. Now, I, we really didn't think it would be like that. But, yeah, this is um, different, yeah. but yeah. Yeah. Well, so, and to that real quick, Tony, I, yeah, right. I think you – Peyton uh, pops your right. Maybe Peyton should take a little more of uh, blame because he's the GM. But this screams to me, and we see it more often, I think, in the NBA than the NFL, but when a new ownership group comes in, they always want to make a splash. They're like, I got to make that big move to show people, especially show my fan base, we're all in and we're going for it. And I think they they jumped the, to the Russ. They're pro- it looks now there's probably a reason why not a lot of other teams were jumping to what the Seahawks were ready to give up or wanted back for Russ. And I think the Broncos' ownership probably even came down to the GM's like, we need to make this move, make it happen. I don't care what we do. And it does look like they got fleeced in that deal, which started their arranged marriage between Hackett and Wilson. Tony, keep going what you were saying. Yeah, yeah. And so okay. here's the predictions. Right, so there is joy in Mudville, LJ. I think there's something good going to happen here. Okay, I think, I, I think that Dan Quinn will probably be the new head coach of the Broncos. Okay. He's going to bring Schottenheimer with him, who okay. has history with Russ Wilson, and they're going to be able to put in a system that's good for the thirty-something-year-old Russ, not the twenty-something-year-old Russ. Okay, then they're aware of that. And they can build on their defense and Javante Williams, and they can make Russ an accessory. That's not what they tried to do this year. And I think Dan Quinn can knows what buttons to push for Russell Wilson to be happy and to be productive. So I, I think that's the good news for the Broncos. The good news for Nathaniel Hackett, because I think the guy's he's, he seems to be a good guy. So I, I think the good news for Nathaniel Hackett is he's going to make Dak Prescott a phenomenal quarterback. Because <laughs> when Kellen Kellen uh, Moore gets that Arizona job for two years until they fire him, I think that's going to be great. I was wondering how Kellen Moore was going to get fired. You're saying he's going to get promoted to a head coaching job? Oh yeah, he he. You heard I, it here I, first. I predict that's the that's the wheel there, right? I think Quinn. If they go from Cliff Kingsbury to Kellen Moore and like another, that's. Arizona fans are going to be more mad than LJ. <laughs> I don't know. I Just actually don't ready. know about that. <laughs> get ready. 
Well, LJ, let's just put you. I, I think now that this has happened, I think we can be done talking Broncos forever. Well, I was going to say until the draft, but we don't have to worry about the draft So we're probably good with Bronco talk for a while. Yeah, we got about uh, a year. We actually have about a year. They're going to trade <laughs> Russell Wilson for a first round draft pick. We'll, you, we'll see. So, the only way we talk about the Broncos ever again is if they, they get nine points okay. by thi- or nine wins by this point next year. That's the so only all, way. The only happens in Do we? Pops, I'm going to ask you, do we want to talk with this next thing? Do we want to go Broncos or Cowboys Eagles, or do we want to go Tua and again, uh, Dolphins Packers and talk maybe Tua now in the concussion oh, protocol, but yeah. he finished the game. Have you seen any of that news? Yeah. yeah. Pops? I, I did see it. I guess he finished the game and then he reported symptoms, is what I think I read. You know, I don't remember anybody seeing anything specifically or. Taking him out of the game into the blue tent. I think after the game, right, Tua yeah. reported some symptoms and that that's were the most similar 20, to the 22 Dolphins okay. thing I've ever heard. Of all people, Tua is doing this. And interestingly, not interestingly, because this is, we can talk about this is serious and another concussion would be, would be detrimental. We hope it's not, at least not serious. The play that everyone's pointing to where it most likely happens, where he gets slung down, his head hits the turf, which is how a lot of concussions happen. And you look, that happened at 2.40 in the game. Up until that point, Tua was 9 for 12, 229 yards, 19 yards per attempt, one touchdown. Post-concussion, he went 7 for 13, 80 yards, 6 yards per attempt, zero touchdowns, three interceptions. Some of the interceptions were the most boneheaded. Yeah, were horrendous. Yeah. Oh, I mean, we're sitting there watching the game, and, I mean, it's like, what? And, like, it's not Who even Who were you close. throwing at? Like, even, mm. yeah. Like, there was, like, one you could go, maybe he got tricked. and then, But it's like, it happened three times where it was just like, what are you doing? And it, it yeah. might have been, I had it been concussed. Yeah. And it's just, how does this happen to the Dolphins again? We can talk about the Packers now having a little bit of life in the playoffs or whether the Dolphins get the playoffs. But just, Pops, what's your thought on that concussion? I mean, how does that happen again to the Dolphins, nonetheless? What do you mean? How does a concussion to Tua happen to the Dolphins? No, how do you not call someone? I would think if you're the Dolphins of all teams, hopefully the whole NFL is, and they are, it seems like, policing it better. And even when someone looks like they have a concussion, someone's supposed to be pulling them out. Right. If I'm the Dolphins, especially with my franchise quarterback and with Tua, any hit that's close, I think I want to get this is more well, important than a Where's a the independent neurosurgeon that right. is supposed to be well, looking for They fired for the last one because he didn't do it right. And now I don't know. It's just, it's yeah. a bad, bad look. It, it is. It's a horrible look. And especially with the look that's in your mind of the last concussion that he really had <laughs> on the field. That's, yeah. you know, you really got to take care of this guy. And, and is he potentially out for the year now? I mean, uh, I mean, if, if, had, I, if if my name is Tua Tagovailoa and I'm making decisions for myself, I'm I'm going home wherever that is. I'm just gonna sit there. I'm not. You playing. know, think about it, LJ. I mean, if 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 you're Tua and I'm Mister Tua, you know, I would yeah. be calling you going, LJ. I, I think you need to hang it up this year, man. And, yeah, and, and I'd say you're maybe right, for Dad. a career. This is. Well, and I'd know. say well, I'd say slow down, but I think about it. I think about it. Yeah. I'd have to. Yeah. That's Jordan Reed shit, right? Like that's like that's. Well, and I uh, believe the last player that comes to mind that had three concussions in a season was Luke Keekley, who retired early. Yeah, which was and, a shame. God, I he loved Keekley. Yeah, I know. And he but was like, a great also probably the right decision. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's that sucks. That sucks. And and it it hurts more. I they're in the playoff hunt. I mean, they're deep in it. Um, but looking at it now, they're still somehow they are the last team in as of right now. They play the Patriots who are one game behind them, so the winner of that could flip-flop if the Patriots can beat them 
And then the Jets are kind of nipping at their heels at seven so eight get, as well. If you get paid per game by the Dolphins, you know, you kind of want Tua to keep playing. Um, but that's not your job. So I s I I don't know what we do with if I yeah, I don't know when when and if Tua comes back. Tony, do you do you think the Dolphins still make the playoffs? Let's just go there. No, because I got New England winning this weekend. But um okay. here's I, the thing. I, I um I really do. So Tua reported the symptoms yeah. Monday. So what, and they called them delayed symptoms. Now I'm, again, this is just the story that I read and, right. and a couple of them. So he cleared all the tests that they have during the game and, and Sunday after the game. He reported they delayed run tests on them every game. That after the game, they've, they, they, they do tests like verbal tests during the game and after the game, but he reported the symptoms Monday. What well, well, time out? So, I, I want to clarify something, Tony. They do that on for every player or for Tua specifically? I, I can't answer that for sure, okay. Liff. If there's if there's something they see, and, and the NFL has the ability, if they see a play that could possibly cause a concussion, they call down, right, and pull right. that player and say, you need to check it. You're supposed to, yeah. You're supposed to. So I, I – so on that count, I don't know if I want to blame the Dolphins organization here. Let's be clear about that. So this, but the second thing though is that uh, the what we were talking about, what's Tua going to do to have delayed symptoms the day after a game, and it's verified now, right? He's got delayed symptoms and verified after the game after a hit that obviously was not as severe as we've seen him take is very concerning. And so as as much as, it, as I think you guys have all said it, Tua needs to be uh, on the lookout for Tua here. And the yeah. Dolphins need to look out for Tua. And the NFL True. needs to look out for Tua. And if if that's the case, I just don't know how he plays again this year. And it would be a serious, serious conversation unless there's some type of equipment change or something that they can do that can make that type of injury occur from that type of hit. That he's he's going to have to be done. The the NFL. I'm reading this today. The NFL chief medical officer has said that during the game, and then they've reviewed it since. He showed no concussion signs. If he shows any concussion sign, any wobbleness or anything, then someone calls down. And I will say, watching the game, it never occurred to me at all. I didn't think he was concussion. I just thought, wow, Tua just sucks here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, yeah. And so, I, and, yeah. and there could be some credit to Tua today or on for on Monday. Coming because if no one spotted it and he came on Monday and said something didn't feel right to me, I mean, power to the player because that that, that has changed yeah. in the last five years. Usually, you just don't say anything because you yeah. want to be playing. But so, two is, I think, thinking about two is long term health. Not yeah, I don't. I, and I'll say this: I don't think those interceptions were because Tua was concussed. Because I watched that game intently because I had a vested interest in Tyreek. Me Hill's too. Perf- on Miami in Tyreek's still performance. And uh, anyway, we may talk about that later, but. I think the thing was Green Bay uh, did a great job defensively. They, they pulled that uh, what everybody's been doing. They pressed those wide receivers in the third and fourth quarter, and I think it made a difference. So I'm, I don't know that the interceptions were because of a concussion. I think the interceptions were because the wide receivers were starting to do different things, and two was just flat and missed them. So 
They were bad throws. Um, it's hard to say, right? Like that's hard to, but so, so I looked up, uh, I'm trying to find, uh, do they test everybody? Do who do they test? I know like, so when Brissett was like, uh, dealing with concussion stuff a while back, he underwent, and it sounded like he specifically underwent post game, uh, concussion analysis. So it even, looks like even if like, there was no, no, it looked, no, it looks like it was like he on the way in displayed maybe some mild uh, symptoms. <clears throat> and so then they, they went ahead and tested. So if, if uh, Tua uh, walks back in and looks fine, then they might not test him. It's kind of the vibe that I'm getting from the articles I'm reading right now. LJ, have you seen the things? Me and dad were talking about this. We looked it up and a lot of the Cowboys players wear, but you'll see it on a lot of players, the, the things they wear on their neck. It almost looks. I don't know. It kind of looks like you've got a pair of headphones neck. you took off, and it's just around your neck. Is kind of what it looks like. Is it kind of like the old school, like shoulder roll stuff? No, a little bit, but it's just but, like a little strip that goes around your neck. I haven't, you can seen, see it I haven't noticed it. You'll see it on. Now that we said it, you'll probably see it a lot. And we, so we, I knew it had something to do with the concussion, but I think Pops asked him. We're sitting there watching the game. He goes, "So what does that do?" And I was like, "For concussions." And he said, "How?" And I was like, "Wow, I don't can't tell you." And so we Googled it, and. Apparently, the way it works is it cuts off circulation to kind of swell your brain up a little, because in your skull, your brain's actually a little smaller. Check this out. It can bounce around. The way concussions work is when you hit the ground, it's your brain bouncing in your skull. Yep. That is a concussion. Like like vibrating around. And so this little thing on your neck cuts off a little bit of circulation to make your brain swell up so it fits more snug. So then when you have whiplash, your brain doesn't rattle so i'm seeing the cue collar and i think that's what we're talking about yeah that's uh, it yep that sounds like an awful idea uh i'm no scientist <laughs> no doesn't it god it sounds horrible i mean it does sound like actually so far, that's gonna every work person i've described it to has had the same it had face. to look you like tony does probably what, it's probably pull your mirror down uh whoever's listening to this and this, the face you're making right yeah. now yeah that's the same face that i just like, saw from all three of these people going yeah that's, excuse me you're cutting circulation off what now look okay but yeah okay i have i okay, have, area, have okay I've had things proposed to me over my lifetime that said, hey, this will make your brain swell. And none of them were <laughs> like a restrictive thing around my neck. So um, I don't I'm, even know if we I'm, want to ask questions about that. Yeah. No, I like <laughs> no, follow-ups. Uh, you know, we have no follow ups. Let's keep going. A chemical. <laughs> let's just call it baseline references. Let's I would just, say that Aaron Rodgers probably knows what you're talking about, right? So. Aaron Rodgers knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> I said I've had those offered. I'm, I'm not saying I accepted. No follow-ups. There are no follow-ups here. Yeah. So that's very interesting. <laughs> I would say, though, so along that line, though, I, this is where I think the NFL, and somebody's got to figure this out. And I've seen the helmets who have this, they have much more protection here on the backside because mm-hmm. the whiplash injury is this that's the one that's the continuous concussion that you try to prevent they're trying to get hit helmet to helmet i i don't know how they ever are going to figure that out unless everybody wears well the, the pro bowl pro is going to teach us right it's going to be flat yeah the pro bowl is going to teach us that's it but um that whiplash thing they've got to figure that out there's got to be a way that they can protect players when they're i mean okay so like if those, you know, those dumb, some kind of restriction, those dumb little pads that wore their helmets in hard knocks, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. If those like those cut con, uh, concussions down by 90%, why isn't everybody wearing them in all the games? Why aren't we doing that? If we know that that fixes things, like, why aren't we doing it? Slow them down two tenths of a second. 
Okay, well, but it they, slows everyone down. They do down look ridiculous. <laughs> they do look ridiculous. But so do I mean so did so did the you know the the nineteen eighty shoulder pads that were like the size sure. of a house. Oh <laughs> hell were, no, those are awesome. No, man. they weren't. Are you uh, me? But but we thought they were at the time. I don't know. Like who cares? Who cares? If if we can keep people alive for longer, let's maybe do it. I, that seems reasonable to me. Yeah, yeah. It just seems. Hey LJ, you want to you want to talk Cowboys? Uh, yeah, I'd love to actually. Yeah, let's go. Um. Can you tell me, should I be more excited about how the offense looked post that one interception, that pick six early on, but from that point on, Dak and the offense looked great and they put up 40? Or should I be a little concerned that the Eagles backup quarterback put up 34 and was very close to putting up 41 and driving down the score so, game winning touchdown? Where, where, how should I feel? So right I'll now? tell you. So first I'll answer with a question. Uh, who did I want as my quarterback in this offseason? It's Gardner fucking Minshew is who I wanted. So I I actually think Gardner is pretty good. I'd be pumped about this offense. Actually, that was like pretty sick. I think the Eagles have a great defense. I think a Cowboy fan should be really excited right now. This that was a good win. That was a really good win in my mind. Hmm. An interesting stat that I've stumbled across. So right now at this point in the season, record versus opponents currently over 500. Dallas has the best record at five and one, followed by Philly at three and one, San Francisco at two and one, and then Buffalo, Casey, and Minnesota tied at three and two. That kind of surprised me. I mean, I do think Dallas, they kind of play up to the good teams and they play down to like they end up blowing a Jacksonville game or something. But that one kind of surprised me. And I think I'm with you, LJ. Part of me goes, you did beat a backup quarterback. But that kind of goes to it. And I think I'm probably the least bullish on Jalen Hurts, but I think Gardner Minshew, I kind of like, and I think he just stepped into a really talented offense mm-hmm. and looked really good. And the two picks he threw weren't like the two, the three picks Tua threw where he just literally threw it to the wrong team. They were just the defender made a good play on it. I think the defense for the Cowboys does have some issues, especially on the back end. I thought Michael Parsons finally looked like Michael Parsons yeah, agreed. in this game. But they do give up a lot of plays on the back end, but – that was the best I've seen. Well, that's Dak Diggs, right? That's while, that's though. kind of the way Diggs plays. Is like it's like that's it's Diggs, all or but nothing. also a safety and a corner has been hurt. They're down to backups, yeah. which a lot Secondaries, of teams have injuries. This isn't a Cowboys fan complaining about injuries because I mean, everybody's dealing with right, it. Right, but, but the secondary is not what it's supposed to be. We'll see if it gets better. Um, but but Diggs plays in a way that is like it's all or nothing. And so you know if if the heat's there, the heat's there, and if the heat's not there, it's not there. But Micah Parsons is yeah, I agree with you. Look like Micah Parsons. I saw. Many plays where he was he was inches away from anybody that was even close to the ball. I mean, it was a chess game for Michael Parsons. I have a uh, running thing I text with a buddy of ours, a, a listener of the pod, uh, Cody Lewis, and he hates Dak Prescott. I'm a big fan of Dak Prescott. And after that pick, he was like, told you so, same old Dak, big six. <laughs> and then Dak went off to rattle like 14 straight completions. So like, we have, and it's hard to say who's right and wrong because he does have a lot of games where it looks like he's right and Dak throws the pick. Tony, I, Dak looked really good this past weekend. Yeah, I, and and after that game was over, I couldn't figure out whether I was more worried about the Cowboys or less worried about the Cowboys, and here's why. The reason the Cowboys won that ball game were the turnovers. Turnovers are so unpredictable. Until the last two ball games, three ball games, I think, Philadelphia has been significantly on the plus side from a turnover standpoint. Uh, Miles Sanders just flat lost his damn mind a couple of times and, and lost the football. Yeah. And Gardner threw what? But the thing is, those are part of football. So on any given Sunday, those things can happen. 
So if Dallas were to meet Philadelphia again, which I think is definitely possible for yeah. the playoffs, that unless Dallas figures out a way to get four turnovers, they're going to lose to Philadelphia. I kept my, my, what I kept thinking as I watched that ball game was, wow, Philadelphia is really, I haven't given them credit for how good these guys really are. And as great, especially get, their receiving options. I mean, Devontae Smith, AJ Brown, and Goddard are three. Devontae is coming into his own, and with Goddard healthy. Anyway, the thing is, they they're just really good. Now, that said, here's the thing that happened. Uh, John, Lane Johnson went down. Their it's a big right deal. That's a big, one. That's a big deal. But what I read today is they expect him back for the playoffs. If they win one of the next two games, they they have the number one seed. They have the number one seed. They get that additional week off. Then I, everybody's healthy. So, to me, I came out of this game with, yeah, the Cowboys play up to their competition, but unless they figure out a way to get four turnovers from Philadelphia when they play them again, there's no way they beat them, and Philadelphia should be the, uh, the NFC representative in the Super Bowl. Pops, you got anything? Well, I'm just thinking that the 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 Eagles will have the advantage of seeing how the Cowboys do Thursday night, right? If the Cowboys happen to lose to Tennessee, Tennessee uh, Philly can rest. Can rest. And it's wrapped up. Yeah. No. 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 Because no, it's it's the number one seed. It, they don't give a shit about the NFC East. True, they do still have the Vikings who are yeah. behind. Yeah, the Vikings and the 49ers are actually so they're still so playing if, for the number one seed. Yeah, okay. yeah, and the Vikings have to go to Green Bay this weekend. Now, if they were to play after Minnesota, which I haven't looked at times, and that was one of the bougie problems I was going to have today for for betting purposes, is they're <laughs> fucked. But anyway. Um, <laughs> There's uh, that E. Put that E yeah, yeah, yeah. on there, Dale. Put that E on there. <laughs> I think I threw <laughs> one out one first, but we don't yeah, need this bedroom. We talked about the Broncos. Um, I, I probably said some curse words. Yeah. So there's still so so Philadelphia has to win one. Now, once they win one, everybody else is like, screw it, we're done. So, but they have to win one, and that's the deal, right? That's the deal. I would like their chances yeah. with Minshew, though. I mean, I, I, I just play, I like yeah. Minshew. Eagles play before the Niners and the Vikings, by the way. Okay. Then they've got to play, and then Minnesota. Yeah. So they may all three of them. So so if Philadelphia wins, then Minnesota and San Francisco may lay down. Possibly. I will Minnesota, say I think Minnesota. Will I, lay Minnesota's down. playing the Packers. They're probably going to play up. That's that is an important. Like that's just the regional. You know. I need to. I need to change my picks. Do we? I think, would like to see just because. Oh, go ahead, pops. But do you think? Do we think Minnesota is a good cold weather team? I mean, they do. They play in a dome, right? I mean, I know they play in Minnesota. Home field advantage would be really nice for them. They, I think they need it. Well, and I mean, Green Bay. I'm, I just. You're saying, look, you're saying do do they play well in Lambeau? In the cold. In the cold. Yeah, because right. it's going to be cold in Green Bay. I don't know if it's going to be nine or whatever it was that last I, game. They got but. that. They got a rabbit foot up their ass. That's all. That I matters. mean, it's, actually, if it's if it's anything like Chicago by this weekend, it's going to be kind of nice, actually. Yeah. So. Mm. <laughs> kind of nice for LJ now is like twenty five. No, no, we're I mean we're looking, at, we're looking at like fifty degrees in on Friday. Honestly, I, it's so like potentially oh seventy one here this weekend. So like yeah, it might be nice weather in Green yeah. Bay this weekend. I don't know for mm. sure, but it's possible. I genuinely hope, one, as a Cowboys fan, and two, just as an NFL fan, we've now seen the Cowboys and Eagles play twice, but both with backup quarterbacks for yeah. the two different teams. 
It would be really fun because a lot of times, sometimes you get that third matchup and it's like, we've seen this, we've been here, done it. And it's still fun, but it's like, well, we don't know who this one's going to be right like, now, yeah. both teams still really want to get a shot uh-huh. at the other team's best. Yeah. And both teams still have that little thing in their pocket. Like, well, we didn't have our quarterback mm-hmm. when y'all beat us. So it would be fun TV if we can get a divisional round matchup or an NFC championship. Oh, you know, you know, Fox is going to put that on primetime. You know that if it's, yeah. a, if it's a noon game, they're moving it to seven for sure. Yeah, that, it's going to be the prime time. Yeah, that's going to be a big one. So I, I hope that kind of happens just because I think it'll be fun matching. Even if it's early, like the earlier rounds, it doesn't happen. Obviously, as a Cowboys fans, I want to get to the NFC Championship. But just that yeah. that would be fun TV. But one of those teams, probably the Cowboys, are going to have to get through San Francisco to make that happen, and that's going to be tough to do. So we'll get to that when we get to it. Um, let's see, moving over to who else we got in the uh, – What's another big game we saw? The 49ers still look great. I don't think we have much to add there, right? I mean, Purdy looks good. The defense Brock awesome. Purdy. Can, I, yeah. So so here's a statistic George I heard Kittle. today. <laughs> I, George Kittle. Yeah, no kidding. Um, Brock Purdy is – it's not a record yet, but it could be. And maybe IT could look this up. He has a touchdown. I'll talk to him. He has a touchdown on 7.5% of his completions. It is one of the highest touchdown ratio to completions ever. And, and maybe the highest for any rookie quarterback, seven and a half means that means of every, you know, if it's crazy, he throws, that means 50, seven and a half out of every hundred touch passes. He throws a touchdown, it's a right? Touchdown. I mean, Tony, it's yeah, okay. crazy. So, um, because you know normally you, that you throw thirty, you get two. You know he's throwing ten. He's got one. He throws twenty. He's got two. He's got thirty. He's got three. He's got forty. He's got what? four. It's it's crazy a percent. It's it's crazy what he's doing. Pops, uh, only two players have ever started their careers three and zero with mul- multiple pass touchdowns in each game since they uh, since quarterback starts were first tracked in nineteen fifty. One is Mister Relevant Brock Purdy. Do you know the other one? Uh, yeah, I went on to win a Super Bowl. Uh, well, Ben Roethlisberger comes to mind. He did start out as a rookie, pretty hot. Um, is that possible? It was. I, as I was reading the stat, I realized that's that. That could be a lot of people because I thought it was going to say undrafted because the person was undrafted. Oh, it was undrafted free agent and Pro Football Hall of Famer Kurt Warner who went on to win mm. a Super Bowl. How about so, that? Is Purdy? Do we go ahead and lock in the Super Bowl future bets for Brock Purdy? We fit him for a gold jacket. Wow. Yeah, I mean, maybe, maybe a Walmart Uh, bagger. You know, possibly too. (laughs) Trey Lance. They look like they are in. What else do we got in the NFC? I mean, I guess we got it. The Vikings are for real. They keep winning these games, so I get they're for real. You know, I want to say something about the Vikings too, because look, they. I think we have to give them some credit because they. I want to say maybe I heard that. Eleven of their games, their wins are one possession. Which typically uh, you go, score. that's going to kind of come back. Well, but to- but what I'm saying is they believe, and they believe they're going to win, and that mm-hmm. means a lot in the playoffs when you're in a tight game and you have some belief that we are going to win this game. That that counts for a lot. And the Vikings should have that in. Well, there's there's droves. literally no lead they're going to see for the rest of the year where they don't go. We could still we can come do back. this. I mean, they did a historic right. They've the done historic it. Win. Went to the Poor Colts Matt Ryan. By the way, Bills we haven't win. talked about that. Poor Matt Ryan. Yeah, he's now <laughs> part of the most 
prolific comeback and then the most the biggest comeback the most iconic, between the Super yeah. Bowl and that one. So yeah. So I think we need yeah. to start giving the Vikings a little more credit, honestly. Yeah. We can't look Is we there? Can't, every time we talk good about the Vikings, they lose. So let's chill. Let's say that they're garbage, our garbage well, then, football team. We don't like them. Uh they're on my picks for this week. So uh I hate them. Is there possible when do we start the campaign for Justin Jefferson for MVP? Because he's made Kirk Cousins a much better quarterback. Yeah, yeah, One, because he's just know. an awesome receiver. But two, yeah. I think Kirk Cousins, and we I think we may have discussed this before, but Kirk Cousins having a guy like Jefferson made him go, oh, sometimes I'm just going to throw that thing up there and let my awesome receiver make a play. And now he, he'll take more shots. I think before Kirk Cousins would check down a little too much and get himself in trouble, just so worried about throwing picks. And now he's like, I got I got some dudes out. I mean, here I will, yeah, I mean, I will say who was the last quarterback that that was great all timer <laughs> that could just you know that didn't have somebody they can just throw it up to. Yeah, no, I said yeah. Jefferson is definitely worth like yeah. He's changed that, that team fundamentally, and he's that valuable to him. And he's on pace right now to break Calvin Johnson's receiving record. And I kind of think Woo! that's kind of the same way. That's if nuts. you break a Calvin Johnson receiving record, it's the same way if you break their all time rushing record right. for yards, you're automatically at least should be a talked about yeah. in the MVP vote. I'm not saying he should win it, but shouldn't he be in it, Tony? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. He broke Randy Moss's Vikings receptions and touchdowns record or yardage this weekend. Yardage for sure. Yeah, yardage and receptions? All-time Minnesota yardage record. He broke Randy Moss's. Okay, look. That's look, I, Randy Moss had a phenomenal couple of seasons with the, the Patriots. But he made he was he was a tremendous receiver for the Vikings and for Justin Jefferson to beat that now it's it's incredible. I, well, and that last was he, it he that last uh, drive that they were that I've watched some of the very last drive. I mean, they went to Jefferson maybe four. Well, it's it, what it, they've done in five all these, straight when times. The drives just, on the line, Kirk Cousins like I'm going to throw it. To I'm, throwing it to I'm throwing it eighteen. I'm throwing you know 18. it. I know it. It is going to get yeah, you. You're not going to stop it. Yeah, try yeah. it. Good luck. And I, I, I just want to say that I am just ashamed, ashamed of the rest of you on this podcast trying to butter up to the number one fan and starting to talk about the Minnesota Vikings. I've been on the Vikings since week one. Look, brother, and now I, y'all, y'all I put a, I put a bet on the Vikings win the Super Bowl in week my- one. Like, you can chill, you can chill. <laughs> but, like, we're going to stop talking about the Vikings are good because every time we do it, it's not good for us. Okay. Well, let me just share one more thing with you before we move on, LJ. The most seasons with 1,600 receiving yards in history, there are six people that have done it twice. I'm going to read the list off okay. to you. Marvin Harrison did it Great. twice in his 13 years. All-timer. Julio Jones did it twice All-timer. in his 12 years so far. Antonio Brown did it all-timer. twice in his 12 years. Torrey Holt, twice in his 11 years. Probably all-timer. Calvin Johnson, twice in his Definitely nine years. And Justin Jefferson, twice in three years Woo! as an NFL receiver. Yeah, That's insane. Yes, <laughs> that is, he's really yeah. good. He's really good. He's really good. But, but, but LJ, you're right. Vikings stink. We hate them. Yeah. They're no good. But hopefully they yeah. keep winning. <laughs> no, I love you, mom. They're going to lose every game. They're going to lose every game from here on out. They will not win the Super Bowl. It doesn't benefit any of us anyway. We, none of us like this. Uh, they're they're losers. We don't like them. I'm trying to run through other games, and then we can get to picture this week. Um, the Bills took care of business against the Brown or Bears. Chiefs took care of business against the Seahawks. I don't think much to talk there. The Bengals kind of let the New England get back in it, but they ended up taking care of business. 
Is there any of those three that we need to talk about from what they did no. last week or kind of just That's all fine. look ahead to the Bengals Bills this week coming up? I would up say the Bills the Bills are not uh as dominant as I expect them to be, but we'll see. I mean, I'm not worried about them. Yeah. Well, I think both the Bills and Chiefs can get into that at times where it's like, oh, oh gosh, yeah. let's 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 get back into it and win this game. And I think they did it. The Chiefs did the same thing mm-hmm. a couple times this year. Uh the Bengals, I think we'll, we can have this discussion next week after the Bengals play the Bills yeah. to decide, yeah. is it Chiefs-Bills, then Bengals, or is it all three tied up? Uh-huh. We'll just see who, who's going to win there. Uh, Tony, you want to know something wild here. Beginning of this year, two people on this podcast made some bold calls for division winners. One said he thought the Carolina Panthers could win the AFC South. Another said, I think the Jags without Urban Meyer, could win the AFC South. Well, then six weeks went by and we're like, well, those were dumb. That was kind of forgetting stupid. about Maybe everybody gassed me up on the Broncos, but go on. <laughs> and we, we burned up those tickets. Well, Tony, we got a chance. We got, we got a chance. Not only do we have a chance, we control our own destiny with those two teams. You are correct, sir. Are the Panthers going to win the NFC South, Tony? Yes. There it is. I, you know, I, I think I'm with him. Yeah, I think, I think they're a better team. I, I wouldn't have I said think they're yes. a better team. I wouldn't have said yes three weeks ago, but yeah, I, a lot, a lot is th- this game. So that's one of the things about that. Before we get to picks this weekend, there are some really good football games, really good football games, and there's some going to be some really bad football games based <laughs> upon some things that have occurred this week, but. I think the ones that matter are really good football games, and the Car- Carolina at Tampa Bay uh, is a great is a great football game. Carolina's kind of on a a, a hot streak. Their their uh, d- uh, their rushing game is back to par. Sam Darnold has has brought a calming influence uh, at the quarterback position. He's not throwing you know for three hundred or four hundred yards every week, but th- they can run the football. And Tampa Bay is just squeaking by in games that they should be blowing people out. Uh, 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 Tom Brady couldn't hit Mike Evans if he was standing right in front of him <laughs> with Giselle on his arm. He just can't hit him. And if you can't, if you can't get Mike Evans to score uh, touchdowns, you're not gonna. You just can't win these big games. And so I'm really concerned for Tampa. Uh, I think Carolina's got a little bit of oomph to him. And it's it's they're riding the wave, man. I think it's great. Same for Jacksonville. Jacksonville's looking good. I mean, I think Trevor Lawrence looks like the guy we kind of thought he would be. Uh, Doug Peterson kind of has something going with him. The defense is playing all right. They played really well. That was against Zach Wilson. So I, let's let's see how they look against a competent quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but and it's interesting, LJ. Did you see this to where the Jags play the Titans in Week 18? Yeah. They don't play, but this week it really does not matter what happens in the game because it's going to come down to who wins week 18 with tiebreakers. So they could both sit their guys, have a bye week, and be ready for week 18. It's so That's weird the way the schedule crazy. works out. This week doesn't matter if like the Jags win and Titans lose. Like I, I don't think it's anything just about matters. who wins in week 19. It's going to come down to week 18. Or week 18. So now, yeah. except for the Jags, and this is where I, I'm going to spend the next couple of days really researching this. But well, I can you cue me under research because I might want to yeah. change what I invest in. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's one of my bougie problems. <laughs> so the Jags, I think by they still need to win this weekend because they could still make the playoffs 
with just a loss card. to Tennessee because of the tiebreakers that are out there, depending upon what else happens over the weekend. Tennessee has got no chance other than to beat Jacksonville week after next because they have the tiebreaker with Jacksonville. So I will got, say, I know yeah. you're about to look at game times. The NFL typically around this time tries to make sure no one knows what, like, you know, like if, if one team's late to see, oh, are the Cowboys going to win? They'll usually put them side by side. Now there might be some scoreboard watching, but yeah. So, but I will be interested yeah. in the research that you do. So here's a, okay. So one last thing about Jacksonville, and I want to give props okay. out here to Doug Peterson and, and, the, and what they've done with his team. So since their bye week in week 11, Okay, they played the Ravens, the Lions, the Titans, the Cowboys, the Jets. Okay, not a really good schedule, right? Because the Lions were hot. And so they beat the Ravens. They lost to the Lions, but they beat the Titans, the Cowboys and the Jets, all playoff contenders. All the the Ravens, Titans and Cowboys at the time, uh, division contenders. Uh, they have done this by running a gauntlet. And so I think Jacksonville is is probably the most tested of these teams that are, have to win their way into the into the playoffs. And so I I think you kind of got to like their chances. But all that saying, yeah, I think they still can it, they can still make the playoffs if they beat the Texans and lose to the Titans based upon what happens with the Jets, Dolphins and and um, okay. Patriots. IT will uh, throw in some some answers maybe during the edit. Um, Excellent. But. Excellent. The Jaguars Titans division winner will come down to who wins in week 18. Uh, but if the Jaguars want to get a wild card spot, they would need to beat the Texans and lose to the Titans. The Dolphins would have to lose to the Patriots and the Jets. The Jets would have to lose to the Seahawks. The Bills would have to beat the Patriots. The Steelers would have to lose to the Ravens and the Browns, and then that would get the Jaguars the seventh seed in the playoffs. Um, and also for those who are keeping track, you've been listening throughout the year, especially you, Ian, if you're listening, that bet we <laughs> talked about that I made with a friend on will Trevor Lawrence in the year with more career wins than Drew Locke, he has now surpassed him. That bet is cashed out. <laughs> so we win. Well, that's, I mean, what if Drew Locke comes in? You know, I mean, have you considered that? Well, no, I guess I'm not. <laughs> I hasn't fully cashed out yet, LJ. You're right. Um, and then one last thing, we'll go to we'll go to the rest. And this just seems like it's going to be old takes exposing, especially the Cowboys fan. We're probably going to lose to them, but the Buccaneers suck. Yeah, they that suck. was the most atrocious game on Sunday night. Tom Brady. That that whole his comeback, it was not the most atrocious game, by the way. Just to throw it out there, True. go no, on. You're right. You're right. <laughs> you're right. There was a Bronco game <laughs> on Saturday. There was something um, in L.A. Yeah. Uh, but he, every single pass is a check down to Leonard Fournette, and it was working. What is it going to like the Cardinals defense? If you he like like Tony saying, he cannot connect with Mike Evans. I don't know what happened. He cannot connect with him down the field. I think maybe a little bit on both of them because I don't think his arm shot. That offense just sucks and. It makes me go. This team's really lacking. Maybe a um, hmm, maybe a coach like a, like a Bruce Arians type. Maybe I think they're lacking somebody to hold everyone accountable. But Tom Brady ran them out yeah. allegedly, and that, they just they stink. I don't think they're any good. That said, they're probably gonna be the Cowboys in the first round of the playoffs because they win the division or something stupid. But no, they they're, stink. Gonna, they're not. I'm done. They're with not. Them. Panthers. 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 
Yeah, yeah, they're out. They're out. And then, and then Tom Brady is the only person that can tear down the 49ers at this point. So, uh, (laughs) I really hope the Panthers win because Tom Brady's never lost to the Dallas Cowboys. So that would scare me if we never lost. And we, oh, we're gonna play him in the first round. I don't, I don't know why that's gonna happen. We're gonna have to play him in Tampa. Panthers, Panthers, Um, Panthers. Panthers, I can take Sam Donald. I don't care how good he looks. Um, PJ Walker, though. PJ Walker, just in case. Let's get to picks here. Um, let's start with our favorite, favorite. LJ, let's go to you first. The Niners win their game by eight points. So I'm saying minus six. If you get anywhere between six and eight, take that money all day. So your model saying they should be eight points. No, I'm just, it, there's no model. There's just me. You know, <laughs> there's no algorithm. I'm just telling you right now that is an eight point win. So seven and a half to six, take that money all day. And the only reason we're not talking about how big of a dumpster fire the Raiders are is because of the Broncos. Yeah, that's right? true. Well, that's and I hate that. I hate that. That's what I want to talk about all day. But go on. Yeah. We're, we can move um, past me. Tony, favorite, favorite. Who you got? Patriots minus two and a half against the Dolphins. Because I suspect it'll be Teddy Bridgewater. And I suspect that um, – Bill Belichick, New England, and, and okay, and He's I dare rookie, so anybody to know how to beat him. You know, I dare anybody to tell me a defense playing better than the New England Patriots. Right now, I don't know that I could. Yeah, that's fair. So I uh, needing to win a game. I am kind of liking that because old Johnson's out. That left tackle. I mean, they're going to exploit that. Yeah, 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 yeah. I like. Oh, so you got, who's your favorite favorite? You know, I, it's, it's the one of the bigger lines, but I, the New York Football Giants are going to beat Indianapolis by more than five and a half. They're just they're just going to beat Indianapolis. Sucks the fighting Jeff Saturdays. The the the, the, <laughs> the Giants are going to beat them. I, I think the Giants are well coached. Giants are a good team. Pretty good yeah, football yeah. team. I like Is that. It, can I, Ryan Dayball, can I throw can I a question real quick? What are the chances you think that the NFC East all makes the playoffs? Because they all have a shot it's a, right it's now. It's a chance. There's a chance. I, 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 Good I, chance. I actually kind of. They're like all four that. in right now. I would say there's like a forty percent chance, which is insane. Yeah, no, that's wild. And I would yeah. actually yeah. maybe put money on them doing it. Like that's, I like them yeah. to be four of the seven NFC teams. But yeah, look, I, I yeah, because when the <clears throat> when the Cowboys are playing the Commanders Titans. week well, after Titans next this week, this week but oh, oh uh, week after next the or the Giants. Titans. They play one of them. They got nothing to play for, yeah. Because they're true. the number four seed true. if they win this week. Keep I, commanders, yep. I, I, uh, I, I think they would just to say, hey, you know what? We know how to. And the Giants this. will be playing the Eagles, who could have nothing to play, play for. Yeah, I think. That, wow. I think the Cowboys could up and say, look, I, I would much rather play the New York Football Giants. If you can find Seattle some odds the on Packers. the whole NFC, yeah, if I ran a do it. <laughs> If I ran a gambling site, I'd make a little special bet. You'd have to make the plus odds because it, it is plus odds, but like an NFC East all to make the playoffs. I'd put money on it right now. Pick where you – Yeah. As a parlor. That'd be interesting. I'd put you have I'd actually that. put money on oh, even odds yeah. right now. I mean, straight yeah. up. How many years have we called them the NFC least? I mean, wow, that's amazing. Oh, no. I, half the teams 10. are still not good, but uh, but half the teams are great. Mm. So. I don't think he will win it because I think it's probably Nick Sirianni's because the Eagles have been good all year, depending on how they finish out. Brian Dayball deserves a mention, I think, for coach Huge. of the year because yeah. Daniel Jones has looked like a, the a best decent, he's ever like looked a starting quarterback yeah. 
And what is he throwing to? Those receivers are not. I mean, and they're they're all hurt. They traded Tony, and Kenny Galladay stinks. And uh, Steve Slayton's been, or not Steve Slayton, Darius Slayton, I think is his name. He's been in and out. He's doing a lot with not much. I know Barkley's good, but I I think Dayball is a really good coach. I would love for him to be the Cowboys coach. Yeah. Is Daniel Jones going to be the quarterback next year for the New York football team? I think he probably is. They probably will I think think they will. Yeah. I think they will. Daniel Jones, this sounds crazy and, right now, but I think Daniel Jones gets paid $25 million to be quarterback next year somewhere. Yeah. Uh, why wouldn't you? It's crazy. It's crazy. Yeah. Name a, yeah. Name a wide receiver for the New York football Giants. Uh, I couldn't. Richie like, James, isn't that Richie the Richie James. Richie James. He came out of nowhere. He's Isaac a cool story. Hodgins. Uh, Hot, Hod, Hodgins, yeah, I think. Yeah, we're struggling. Yeah, we can't do it. This guy has come out of nowhere. Anyway, I'm sorry. We drew <laughs> out. That's – hey, a lot of de- – if you're so, playing Daily Fantasy, go pick up a a, a Giants wide receiver this week. They'll be cheap. Here, <laughs> here's for my favorite favorite this yeah. week, and I just – this. This has the the Kevin Locke on it. I mean, this cannot oh, look. Yeah. I don't see where it could go wrong. The Chargers, six-and-a-half-point favorites over the Rams. The Rams suck. We just saw them score 50 Yeah, I was about to say, I, I, they, they beat the hell out of what I think is maybe a good defense. I'm just kidding. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah. No, that game sure. should be a 10-point line to me. Okay. The Chargers are due to explode a little bit on offense. They've kind of – their offense hasn't done much. I, I, that's going to be – Chargers by 10-plus. Yeah. So I I hope you're right, Kevin, because mm-hmm. there's a game I'm playing this weekend that I really need Austin Eckler to just do phenomenally. But the Chargers locked a playoff spot last night. Correct. And I think I need to see if IT could tell us if they can improve it or not improve it. Well, they it. could. The Ravens could well, the Ravens have the division. Oh, Ooh, you might want to check on that because if, well, the, char- so, if the Chargers like yeah. play everybody a half. The Dolphins are a game them. back from the Chargers, so they could actually drop. The Chargers could end up dropping to the seventh seed okay. should they lose and the Dolphins win. They don't want to now play Kansas City. Times. So the I, Chargers, I rescind my lock. Okay, so the Chargers my want to win. My lock has been rescinded until okay. I know game times. Okay, so the Chargers don't want – they want to be a six or a five. Because you don't want to, you you want to go play Jacksonville or uh, Cincy, or, Baltimore, whichever one wins it. Yeah. Yes, you really want to play Jacksonville. Yeah. So um, you, you'd love to be the five. So if they can play for the five seed, and they'll they play. Can. That's an option. Yeah. Okay. So I'm still taking Chargers, but okay. my lock has been rescinded. Okay. Okay. There's the deal. <laughs> Me and you both, because that's a lot. Of, I got a lot of research to do this week. So yeah, yeah, absolutely. Pops, have you given? Have we have we got your favorite favorite yet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was the Giants, yeah. New York football. Okay, okay, We're good. good. I got, sure. I got Prestige sure. worldwide. Oh, please. Sure. What's what's Prestige got? He's got those 49ers minus six. Now he didn't go up to eight, but he, he took them at six. Oh, no, he should. <laughs> so his model doesn't have it at eight, LJ. But LJ saying even if it gets up yeah. to eight, he's still. Well, if it gets up to seven point nine, I'll still take that bet. Um. There you go. Six and a half on bet online. I'll take it easy. Yeah, no right. problem. No problem. My buddy, my buddy LJ's out there. If anybody's wanting to book, my buddy LJ's yeah. taking up to seven and a half. I'll, I'll take if seven point nine. If you want, you want to throw an extra penny on LJ. It, you know? <laughs> To go to go with underdogs to cover here, I have two separate thoughts. Okay. Here's where I'm leaning, right. but I need you to I need you to tell me what you think here. I kind of like 
the Denver Broncos to cover. Oh, never. Geez. No, stop, stop. The what was your role? What was your role? Coach book. What was your role? I'm not betting on the Broncos. What, what, what? Yeah, but the interim coach bump. The Chiefs like to kind of mess around. What's the number? And yes. let I didn't even look at it. It's 13 and a half. 13 and a half. Yikes. No, don't do it. 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 You're telling me to stay I'm away. Tell, I'm telling know. you to stay away. I'm oh, sorry. Away. I might be wrong. But I'm telling you to stay away. Okay. Well, I'll stay away. I need to, I need to circle back my thoughts for my, my underdog then. Yo. Uh, LJ, who's, who's your dog? To uh, so this is all going to sound so, so who'd I pick? I picked the Niners. This is all going to sound very, very familiar. I'm picking the Bears, um, at plus five and a half, uh, against the Lions. Uh, I just feel like that makes sense to me. You don't think the Lions maybe get a bounce back after getting embarrassed? By the well, Bears? I mean, the Bears got embarrassed too. So I think it's just going to be a game of two shitty teams playing each other. And I think five and a half points <laughs> is a lot, you know? You know, I, I your logic seems sound to me. I like your logic. All right, tell them who you got. Who's your dog to cover? Man, okay, so it does look like, and I'm just going to give my bougie problem now. <laughs> Let's go. NFL's got to figure this shit out. So Minnesota plays at 325. Philadelphia plays at noon. If if Philly wins at noon, Minnesota's got absolutely nothing to play for. Other than pride, and it's going to be twenty <laughs> a balmy forty in in Green Bay, and so I, I I'm just I want to say Minnesota. If for all you fans out there, if Philly win, if Philly loses, Minnesota plus three and a half is an awesome awesome pick. But since I don't know that, I'm going to take Houston plus four and a half. Houston plays who? Who's Houston got? Jags. Yeah. Well, and the Houston have, beat the Jags. That was one of their wins. And Houston has played tough for the they last played good lately. Yeah. Is Davis Mills still going or he is. Okay. So maybe. He is. The the Pops, Wonderkin. The Wonderkin. <laughs> Pops, who you got is your your dog. Well, week. I mean, I'm surprised nobody else has picked him yet. Carolina's getting three points going to Tampa Bay. I mean, I, I kind of think they're list. gonna win outright. For sure. We still I, got one more bet here. <laughs> okay, well. Not my I picked them to cover. Yeah. I just picked them to cover, but I think they're probably going to win outright too. So I'm going to take Carolina plus three at Tampa Bay. Yeah, man, wish shit to play LJ. for. Kevin, I, you, you, still take, you can Denver take Broncos? the Broncos. I'm not going to take the Broncos from you. I'm just saying I've never had less hope for Go the Broncos. Out there. That's all I'm saying. There's hey, so man. it's 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 really this, LJ. Here, do we think? I know the defense isn't a fan of Russell Wilson. Did the defense and the team kind of hate Hackett, you think? or I don't think so. Because there could be like a – I actually don't think so. What, that's what I – I don't think he's a hateable yeah. guy. I don't, I don't think he's very I don't confident. Think, as I don't think that defense gets a bump with Hackett gone. I think no one gets a bump with Hackett gone. I think this is – we're talking 2023 before they get a win. Kevin, I, I think – And it won't be in the playoffs. I, Kevin, <laughs> I think if you believe a 67-year-old – Formal special teams coach. <laughs> a clock management hire. <laughs> who is a uh, special assistant can motivate a team to, the to, beat the, to stay within two touchdowns of the Chiefs. I think you should bet it. <laughs> <laughs> but that's up to you. I can't make that decision. If you'd like to bet you. me as well. You're a grown man, kid. If you'd like to bet me, <laughs> let's talk. <laughs> Give me the Bengals plus one and a half. I'll take the Bengals plus one and a half. <laughs> On Monday night, Joe Burrow's going to get up Love for that it. game. Bengals 1.5. Bengals. Bengals 1.5.
They already made their statement against Kansas City. Now they're going to the Bills. Joe Burrow's going to be like, y'all didn't like it when we went to the Super Bowl. Now you're going to like it when we just beat that you. Is, that is so a game I'm really looking do. forward to, by the way. I just, I'm so looking forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Me that too. I'm excited to see that great game. game. Uh, Tony, what does Prestige have? Prestige please? has uh, Minnesota plus three and a half. Right. I don't think he gives a shit whether they have to or not. <laughs> so he's going to miss. I got the answer for that when we get to, to our say, next to pick segment. Um, Excellent. But, Excellent. Well, segue into it, LJ. What you got? So, so we're talking money line. This is money line, money line dogs. dogs. This is the dog to just win. Well, the answer is uh, the Minnesota Vikings will always take an opportunity to beat the Green Bay Packers. They will beat them by <laughs> at least a point. So you take that money. I don't know why they're underdogs. They will take an opportunity to beat the right. Packers straight up. Well, and if it's a one score game, LJ, the the Vikings. That's all they do. That's all they do. Like that's garbage team that will never win a Super Bowl. Uh, and we we Part don't love them, and uh, they're going to do terribly. And whatever I have to say to to change the luck that every time we talk about them. <laughs> but uh, part of me thinks the Vikings last week against the Giants were like, ooh ooh, what if we let them just like Ole defense, let Saquon Barkley <laughs> just run a touchdown, give him a two point conversion, yeah. then it's tied up. We get to go make. <laughs> we're a cool good from there. <laughs> yeah. This is where we we don't want to be up yeah, eight. That's that'd not be insane. Good. We yeah, we want to tie. That's the only way we win. Yeah. Okay. Eight and Tony, a half. You're up nine because eight still one score. <laughs> yeah. Tony, who you got? Who's your dog that's just going to win a straight out? I think I have an idea. Who's I do too. Carolina Panthers. <laughs> when you're just, hey hey when you're that, when you're on the pass line. When you're on the pass line and your number yeah. still hadn't come up, you double down, baby. You double down. Carolina Do you Panthers. know, Tony? Uh, does that? I think that solidifies. I think the they'd still have to win the win next game. They actually, they got to win the next. So game. they'd have to win okay, two okay. games to win it, but they're still in control. Yeah. But this still would be this would be basically like you're putting it on them. You're putting it on them if you win this game. Yep. Well, my dog to win outright, and this goes against. <laughs> What someone on the panel here has picked already for their favorite, but I think the Dolphins went outright against the Patriots. I think last time they played, Mike McDaniels put up all kinds of points on the Patriots, and I don't think Teddy Bridgewater's a bad quarterback. I think he's regardless. All right. I actually fine. agree. I think I think Teddy B is a good quarterback. Teddy two gloves. Oh. So give me Miami Dolphins, and honestly. I may just get a little frisky and go money line and parlay it with the over 42 because I think that offense is going to be fine score 25-plus. So that's, I that's where I stand. No. Yeah. Mm. Wow. Okay. Mm. You're growing way. That's where I go with my dog. Yeah. Uh, LJ, have yeah, you, have you, you given Vikings, your, yeah. you did pops? Uh, mine is Seattle getting two points against the New York football Jets. I think I thought about that, but Mike White's coming back. Does that? I know Mike you? White's coming back, and Mike I did White's think White. about that. I thought about getting off of it, but I still I'm going to take Seattle. I think Seattle can in Seattle. Yeah, I mean I, in, I don't hate that. Pick yeah, now. at home they're a home dog. I agree. So usually when you see, oh wait, 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 that is a home team is the dog, but the other team's traveling from the other coast. Yeah, there was a man on this podcast who gave me a rule, right? And you always take the Seahawks in that position, right, Tony? You're correct, sir. There we go. Easy. Lock it in. Book it. Easy. Book it. That's easy money. <laughs> have we got all our uh, prestige? All our prestige. I would, rather, no. I would rather have the points there, to be honest with you. <laughs> but <laughs> oh, um, no, no, no. money line's getting out there. But uh, yeah, I, at one and a half bag. points, I mean, might as well. Just I follow, I follow them, Uncle Rules. You know, and that's why we put yeah. that money on that. There you, you go. Know? 
Prestige is is jumping out there and taking Cincinnati money line against Ooh. Buffalo. Oh, Ooh. see, I like that. I like That's that. That's definitely too. easily so, possible. Well, and that also yeah. is not that would be nice for Prestige worldwide if the Bills go ahead and drop a game <clears> and now the Chiefs <throat> now have a one game lead yeah. on everybody. Hmm. That would be convenient. Things, things that make you go. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, while well, we're talking about the I Chiefs, can I just throw out? I just saw a couple of videos of the last game. So the little pass that he threw to McKinnon. <sighs> I mean, did you see that? I hate him. Crazy. Which one are you talking about? We weren't here. That we was two weeks ago. Yeah, that little. That little was that two weeks ago? Yeah. The little kind of. No yeah, look. it was kind of no look. Well, was it last yeah. week when he scored the touchdown? Ivan. Yes. And yeah. Hit the pylon. I hate. I, I, I hate this man. I, I hate this man. Mahomes is a bad. Why, yeah, I, so I don't know what's not to like about he's him. A he's chief. as likable. <laughs> he's a what? He's, he's a chief. He's a chief. He's likable as he if can he be. He's a badass I'd probably player. like that man. But yeah, I, yeah, yeah. I like he's gonna him. be a tough. He's gonna be tough to beat for MVP if they get the number one seed. Have you so seen too. the the, the I'm here the I'm here memes? Uh-uh. So he like, I guess he was when they were playing the Raiders a few weeks back. He was like on the sideline. He was like, talk, he, like you. Oh, and it was like you I'm hear here. mouthing. You, hear, you see him mouthing, "I'm here." And yeah, so some people have done voices for it. And it's, I'm here. I'm here. <laughs> I'm here. <laughs> they are pretty good. Uh, we like Pat. He he listens to the podcast, so you know. Well, Patrick if he listens to the podcast, go to hell. Wow. <laughs> 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 so yeah, we got this next week though. We got Dolphins Patriots basically playing for the playoffs. It's a really good. That's, game. A good, that's um, an exciting game. Panthers Bucks basically playing for that that's division a or a big part of it. You got. We just talked about Monday night Bills Bengals Steelers yeah. Ravens. The Steelers technically still have a chance to get in the playoffs, and we know that rivalry is a fun yeah. one. Mm-hmm. There's there, Vikings Packers with both teams still have something to play for. Maybe that's, that's awesome. There's some good games coming up. A really great. But as weekend. Uncle Tony said. It is worth doing maybe before you put your wagers. It might be worth doing your your research on when yeah. they play and whether that if there's a chance the game doesn't matter because yeah. yeah. there's nothing worse when you bet on the Vikings or something money line and then you realize oh, oh. they're playing every backup like they're not yeah. playing a single starter yeah. that sucks. So That's why you always all fantasy football championships end week seventeen never go to week eighteen should. but they should. But uh, so I'm surprised that no one here took Dallas Thursday night. Ten and a half. Ten and a half. There's no but way. Now, Almost the, the story came out today. Tennessee. Today, at the very least, it, Henry doesn't play at all. Best case scenario, he only plays a half because Tennessee has absolutely nothing to play for. They can't. They can't get a wild card. The only thing they can they're do done. is win their they're division. Eliminated? Yep. The only thing they can do is win the division. And that doesn't matter what happens this week. If they beat Jacksonville week 18, doesn't matter. That's all they've got to do. That's true. This game. That's, and Vrabel, Vrabel, Vrabel came out and said today that, or, or yesterday said, we don't know if Derrick Henry is going to play Thursday night on a short week or not. I, I don't think he plays. And if Derrick Henry, Henry doesn't play, and it's Vrabel getting Malik 10 and a half at home. Uh, against Dallas scary. is the is the thing. Dallas cannot cover a ten and a half point spread. Oh, I just don't <laughs> okay, 
I don't there know. There you go. Well, I, I get thanks, for, saying, Tony, thanks for straightening just, me out on that lift. You're absolutely right. What was I thinking? Dallas can't <laughs> I think cover. Maybe it's the hook great. that really does me in, Tony. It's the 10 and a half that really does me yeah. in. Like maybe 10 okay. I can push or something. Okay. I don't well, know. And, just, and well. the Titans are on a five-game losing streak. That's the type of team the Cowboys lose to, like straight up. <laughs> that's true. And that's the other thing that Dallas – if. Yeah, <laughs> Dallas may not play. <laughs> Dallas may not play their guys in the second half. You know, I, it's like yeah. you know we've got all we got to do is win by two, yeah. and so they may not play anybody right. in the third and fourth quarter. Right. I sure hope somebody starts Zeke Elliott this week. <laughs> all right. Yeah, do, we, do we need well, to edit this carefully just, for your fantasy? <laughs> yeah, if you don't mind. <laughs> I do want to give <laughs> just for the listeners out there because we weren't here last week and it was all it was simply because holiday schedules didn't work out. We couldn't be here. It was not because there was a matchup between two people in the pod. We talked <laughs> about it the week before. So I get we do need to at least address the elephant in the room. The Bonehammers, which would be Tony's team, played the Acro Megleys, which would be Pops' team. So can Tony I just clear this be- up real quick? Can I clear <laughs> yeah, yeah, that? Yeah, go ahead, please. Tony's please, still please. playing. I'm not. So <laughs> how about that? Okay, Tony. Let's just Tony. Go ahead and gloat a little bit. I mean, he is in the I'm championship game this coming week, and he beat me in the game that mattered. I tore his ass up in the game that didn't matter, <laughs> and he beat the hell out of me in the game that did matter. It's the way it works. Yeah, it happens. So. It happens. That's right. So, so all you people out there thinking about betting week 17 on those games that don't matter, don't do it. It's the games that matter. Maybe listen That's to somebody that knows play your that game. I'm hearing. Yeah. That's where you want to play your game. So, the games that matter, that's where you want to be. Uh, but no, I, I, yeah, it's sorry, Liv. But yeah, no, I, you're not. I, no, you're not. I did. I did. I did. After, you know, here's the thing. I, I looked at the I looked at the records that we have going back and, and, and this is what's stupid. So thirty years we've been playing in this league together. Thirty years. And I think I am either one game ahead or one game behind of Lifford in our head to head matchup. Damn. So <laughs> you went back and thirty you years. That's wild. Right? And it's not like Lyft can't say, Well, I beat the shit out of Tony all the time. No. Nope. And I can say, well, I'm sure I'm glad to see the acromegalies on my schedule. No. <laughs> we normally have pretty good teams, and we have a good time with it. So. I'll say if Lifford yeah, wins that game yeah. last week, then uh, there's a chance that me and Kevin are going to Shogun soon. So <laughs> That's true. Man. Anytime Lifford's won that league, that means me and LJ hey, get a good dinner. Usually. We get some sushi, I, some I, hibachi. <laughs> There's still a possibility. I'm in another league still. Okay, we might get um, some hibachi. <laughs> so yeah, yeah, yeah. We didn't talk about this other league. So so here's the thing. So here's the thing, right? So yeah, but nobody's so, interested in our fantasy football teams, Tony. I don't know. No one except the people on the pod. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's who we're talking to, isn't it? Uh, <laughs> well, mainly, yes. I'll, I'll speed this all up. I'll speed this all up. It'll be in two times speed for the listeners. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Dude, I, I tell you what, it is much more impressive that the team of of, of Kev and Doctor Liv yeah, the are in the, team. the finals of a very prestigious league. Mm. And, you know what uh, we're called, Ke- uh, LJ? You know our name of our team? I mean, I think it's just press players, right? 
the just press play boys. Play boys, yeah, messed up. Right? Yeah. <laughs> Solid. And they're yeah. just they're just playing yeah, in the significant. championship. And they just beat a team. Let me tell you, I, I've played fantasy football for a long time. They just beat a team that I thought was truly unbeatable. Yeah, and that sounds right. They well, they did him. lose. That team did lose Jalen Hurts. And wow. That hurt. Wow. Yeah, yeah, they, they also lost the yeah, game. That's what matters. They lost, <laughs> and lost significant. It was a significant loss. It wasn't close. It was significant. <laughs> and so that's awesome. I, I just, yeah. So good luck to the Just Press Playboys. Uh, this oh. week, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to look to the bone. All hammers. I know I is can... I want some hibachi. So whichever team I need to root for, is... <laughs> hey, make it to the Rock, man. Hibachi is available. All right, that's what we need to do. We all need to join at the Rock, and we will all go get all right, some. Let's go mid January hibachi. Shogun hibachi. City. <laughs> Bring the Malort right, with you. I will. I will. We. we... I, hey, Malort Seltzer, by the way, because I believe uh, Tyree Kill is is. Significantly ahead of Mike. Pretty Evans slated. Right now. Pretty yeah, slated I think to win that. that bet. Yeah, pretty slated to win that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> looks like I'm drinking some Malort <laughs> Seltzer. So I think I'll join you. I'll do does. it with you. I'll do it with you. <laughs> let's get to. You can call that a bougie problem if you want, but let's get to some bougie problems here because we talked at the beginning. We had multiple things to get to. I think there's there's multiple people here that might have one. Who do we want to go with first, Pops? I know you might have. There's no telling how many you have. You've been out a week. So. Oh, I just got two, I guess. But I mean, one will be quick, but. So the other day I'm in my bedroom and this is the story of my bedroom, Tony. Yeah, no, oh, oh. And, uh, I think it's just bedroom, right? Here. We said there's no E in there. <laughs> I have uh, I have my shoes off and I go to take a step and somehow my big toe gets caught on the carpet and gets bent back. <laughs> like, and I kid you not, LJ. He goes, <laughs> "Do you think that could be what turf is?" I was. He's like comparing himself to I mean, that carpet grabbed my big toe and just took it. It was like, oh, He's comparing himself to these like world-class athletes making these fast moves. And he's like, I was kind of moving when I got yeah, out of the I, bed and clipped my toe a little. I kind of got a little hey, bedroom I can pull a hamstring, toe. too, and I'm not a world-class athlete anymore. And anymore, so, yeah. <laughs> Not a state, uh, all-state uh, guard tackle. Uh, tackle, tackle, tackle. Yeah. I was all conference. Let's not all state, all conference. Well, that's Arkansas. Same thing. There's only three conferences, maybe. But anyway, well, perhaps. <laughs> but um, do you yeah, want to share your other bougie problem? I, or well, just to be clear, I think Liff, you need to go check for gout. <laughs> no, no, no. I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm a fast. I'm a fast healer. You know, I'm not going to be held out of a game. Yeah. I can play through the pain. You didn't even um, want to bring it up. Kevin made you bring it up. Kevin brought up his yeah. pain, but. I'm good. I'm good. Um, I'll go with a bougie problem. I have one. So uh, I wear, I have AirPods and I've been using them. And for the past week to two weeks or so, I have been a little nervous that I was going maybe a little deaf <laughs> in my right ear because this right headphone just is not, I was like, dang, I don't know why I can barely hear this. And even the left one's a little quiet. And I was like, am I going like a little deaf or something? And in everyday life, when I'm just talking to people, I've not noticed, like, I don't hear right, the guy right. that sits over to my right. I talk to him all the time. Never had a problem hearing him. So I'm like, I don't think it's that, but this is weird. These AirPods, and they're, they're new. I mean, they're a year old, so they shouldn't be, like, <laughs> messed up. But then today, I was like, I know this the AirPods. It's not me. Like, I've been doing all these self-tests. They're dumb tests. I'm not going to tell you the <laughs> test I've been running. They're no, stupid. I know the test they're you've idiotic. done. I, I do hear tests. Yeah. But, <laughs> But but I would like well no I got they weren't like actual ear tests they're like me playing something to my right nope. we play like I'm just, got it's you. just all got you home test by me like made by yours got truly you. 
Um, and I was like, I don't think it's. And so today I was telling someone at work and I scheduled an appointment because I guess you schedule appointments to go to the Apple store. If you're yeah, yeah the geniuses equipment. need some time at the genius bar. Yeah. The genius yeah. bar. Yeah. I didn't know that was a thing <laughs> either. Uh, and, but someone was like, well, here, see if mine are louder. I'll put theirs in. About blew me out of the water. I was like, okay. So loud is still loud. I thought maybe like I had it all the way up and loud is just not loud because my ears suck. Thankfully, we're not there yet. But um, so hopefully I get some fixed AirPods tomorrow and I'm not deaf in my right Tim, as of right now. So that's 10 to 1 bets is here, Wax. I'm just putting it down. I already checked. Uh, I don't know if you can dig deep enough. Uh, it's not safe. But don't don't stick anything me. smaller than so, your elbow in your ear. Yeah, I try not to. That's, that's so my job. Uh, so I want to be clear that the older brother here is telling the younger brother, go get something and stick it in your no, ear. No, no, no. I'm saying get something and stick it in your headphones. I'm sticking deep into your headphones. Your ears that's, or go to a doctor. But like if you're hearing fine without the headphones in, there's earwax in your headphones. I'm betting money. Yeah. Betting money. That's well, you could be right, but I don't think well, you're Well, we'll right. see at the Genius Bar. Let me know what the geniuses say. If they I'll dig a big wad of earwax out of yeah. your ear, out of your AirPod, that's going to be nasty. Yeah, you don't want to do that in public. <laughs> I, yeah. We'll see. I, if they do, I'll take a picture of it. And sh- I'll send, I'll, <laughs> oh, don't! Yeah, no, I want to see it. I'm throwing up thinking about I've it. I've seen worse. <laughs> I've seen worse. I've lived worse. Oh, <laughs> well, you can go on TikTok and see worse. True. Actually, your fart massages, you should put that yeah. on TikTok if they take earwax. <laughs> Your hair Tony, did you have a bougie <laughs> problem or were you just pissing? No, I've already talked about it. It's the damn NFL. You know, get these get these times rights on these games, man. So you're talking about to, to make sure everybody knows what they're playing for or doesn't know what they're playing for. Yeah. Yeah. Shit, if you're going to put Pittsburgh and Baltimore on the Sunday night game instead of the Chargers, <laughs> well, you can, you, you can switch up games True. from noon to three. True. Come on, man. True. There you go. Pops, do you want to go uh, bougie problem number two, or you want to say? Well, I, I will quickly because y'all will know who's involved. So so we've got the kids home, you know, uh, uh, Hank and Jed, and, and Hank comes down the other night. You know, our temperature dropped the other day from like 49 to, to nine, you know, oh, in, wow, in a day. I mean, it you. was it, it, it almost was like a Broncos sale, score. Jay. I hey, think you're being a little hey, facetious. Hey, Tony, but. Tony. <laughs> Unnecessary. <laughs> so he comes down from upstairs. And he's like, "We got no hot water up there. Um, can I take a shower down here?" And I'm like, "Wait, what? No hot water?" Yeah. And so, long story short, the hot water heater that runs the downstairs shower runs the upstairs shower, and I got hot water down here. So we finally, out of a lot of thinking and deduction, determined that more than likely I have a line. That's frozen. Okay. And it's not burst yet because I still have I still have pressure, right. right? So I call a couple of buddies. The last one's Jim McGee. Oh yeah. And Jim <laughs> McGee. <laughs> well, so we finally he really does. He Jim's good at, at working through things. Actually, you know, he can do a lot of yeah. stuff, house repair. Yeah. He's, he's really pretty good yeah. at that. And he McGee, agrees right. to come over. This was like the twenty third, right? So Christmas Eve Eve. Which is really nice. I mean, he doesn't live that close to me. Uh, I mean, he lives closer than Chicago, LJ, yeah. but still, you know, on the other side of Texarkana. And he comes over and we figure out that we can get in the attic to the place that it is, but there's this really weird place you got to really maneuver your body. Well, Jim just had knee surgery. And so it was kind of like dumb and dumber up there trying <laughs> to fix this thing, right? But we get in there, we finally, we get a hair dryer. 
and we hold it on the line. <laughs> and all of a sudden, we're both like, this is it's just not going to work. Let's go try something else. And as soon as we turn the hairdryer off, we hear the water flowing in the shower <laughs> in the next thing. So the hairdryer did <laughs> work. Jim McGee, it was a bougie probably because we were going to play cards and drink. And I spent about two hours <laughs> crawling around through my attic. You know, when you get it to the insulation, too, and you get that itchy stuff, you know, in your clothes and... You know what I'm talking about? You get those little threads of yeah, like yeah. fiberglass. I've still got yeah. some in this shirt, I think, a little bit, and I've already washed it. Um, but so I thought I had a really it, it was a bougie problem because I mean I had to do some work instead of drinking and playing cards. But the good news is, and Jim shouts out to my brother, my brother Jim. Yeah, he did legend. come help me, and we got it fixed, legend. and we're all good now. Legend. So, so thanks, that was, Jim. Thank well, you. and I Thank will you, say, too. as far as bougie problems go, Pops, I think I saw on our text message thread that even Uncle Tony now is starting to side with you about DirecTV and their issues yeah. with Fox. It's time yeah. to get something. But, but I guess let's bring up, is the big mass exodus from DirecTV coming? Because Sunday Ticket has been sold to, to YouTube, YouTube TV for next year. We That's out. like why people still had Peace out. Right? I'm out. I'm but out. LJ, I'm just telling you, there's another bougie problem coming next yep. year. When Pops can't get his Wi-Fi to work. Yeah, true. <laughs> They're talking about putting fiber optic like here. <laughs> if they put some happen. fiber optic here, I'll be, that'll take care of that problem, hopefully. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> Rooting for you. Uncle Tony, let's wrap things up with how we typically so do. I think I might have heard you drop it a couple times. A little copper cup? Yes. What, what are we drinking over there? So in honor of the holidays here, we did something different, and it's called a cherry blossom mule. Ooh. This is something that's bright and cheery, and you can, uh, for the holidays, it's something you can drink. And it's actually, that's what a lot of people say about you. They call you bright yeah, and cheery. And cherry blossom. I thought yeah. they called him a cherry blossom mule. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, I thought they were going to call me mule. <laughs> <laughs> All right, lift off. I all right. All yeah, right. All I, right. I got stories about you and Jim. Okay. Tell us about oh, your drink. Okay, okay. 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 All right. Let's see. Um, so, so the cherry blossom mule and I and, and props go out to my uh, my lovely wife and and uh, a good friend of the pod, uh, Nancy Smith, who found this drink. And uh, this is from I don't know if you've had that drink by. It's a antioxidant drink. Bai. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. 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 So you've got to have this by bean cherry drink, and it's really tasty. But what this drink does, it, it kind of gives you a a, a, a a holiday twist on the old mule. So it's uh, two ounces of cherry by and uh, some lime half one and a half ounces of lime juice, then one and a half ounces of brandy, which I like to waka. It's a an Italian brandy that I've been using. Uh, so, um, one and a half ounces of brandy, one and a half ounces of vodka, uh, one half, and then some ginger beer to top. And, uh, you know, if you're interested and I know we've had requests for non-alcoholic drinks that for uncle Tony, just drop the brandy yeah. and the vodka. And this that makes a, be a great, really good drink, tasty yeah. drink, very tasty yeah. drink. And, uh, so you just put those all together, the, the lime juice, the, the brandy, the vodka, the buy, and it's a Bing cherry. T- it's awesome. Red, nice pinkish red color. It's a fantastic drink and, uh, and just, just fills you with Christmas spirits. It's just great. <laughs> yep. <laughs> what is that? It fills you with what? Christmas yeah. spirit. It's just great. It's just good. In, uh, copper, I wish copper the listeners could see Tony when he says that. It's so <laughs> beautiful. <laughs> Ew. Yeah. 
It's great. So love it. Uh, Cherry Blossom Mule. It's great. I hope all the listeners out there are still filled with their holiday spirit and getting through this final week of the year. Hope they have a great New Year's, New Year's Eve. Mm -hmm. And we'll be back. We'll see you next year to break down what happened in the in the week that was NFL season and probably look ahead to what could be a lot of teams sitting. Hopefully you're not in a fantasy Super Bowl in the week 18 because yeah, you just shouldn't be suck. in one yeah, that late. Suck. You should. Yeah. yeah. If so, if so, your commissioner is just not as good as uncle Tony. That's, that's yeah. what that tells you. Uh, but I think that'll do it for us guys. We got anything else? Good luck, everybody. Good right. luck, JPP. I will say, and I'm going to tell you guys this. Uh, I played spades, uh, like Chicago spades. And it's the most bullshit game I've ever played in my life. Like, it is not spades. Chicago spades? They, so I was like, I was like, oh, I got you in spades. Like, let's do some family spades. Like, I'll, I, I went with a roommate and uh, went to her family's house. And they were like, let's play some some like games you're sitting there going and I was like oh y'all want to play some spades though you want to play some spades and they're like oh y'all don't want the smoke so I sit down at the table and they tell me they pull out some cards that I've never seen it's the high and the low joker and then uh, and then they start telling I've heard of that and then they start talking about their bid they talk about their bid like as a team one at a like team at a time like so it's like I think I might could get like six what do you think you could get like <laughs> it rubbed me wrong. We call that That's cheating out here in the south, baby. Yeah. <laughs> That's table cross. That's what I told him. I told him we're gonna have to learn MySpace because y'all are in trouble when y'all learn MySpace. That's what I said. Oh man, Chicago Space. That could be good. I, the best space game I ever did was being with beat the shit out of Keith and Bobby Hubbard. I'd love to see that. You have proved that you fight well. Now you can join us. The best game of spades I've ever seen. We didn't cheat though, lifted. That was at Fairfield Bay, wasn't it? Yes, sir. It was. I don't. We didn't cheat at all. (laughs) Sure. I don't think so. No. I was barely coherent. I can't bound it. I'll say the best game of spades I've ever seen was uh, Kevin.